So every time I, <laughs> every time I'm on my uh, lunch break, uh, and usually I have lunch here at the house because I work from home. But whenever I do go out and I go like I'm usually on the phone with you when I'm out at a uh, fast food restaurant or whatever. I can I can almost guarantee whenever I get a phone call from you in the middle of the day is like oh he's leaving the house <laughs> yeah I'm uh, I rarely make a phone call like when I'm in the house because I know that we're gonna talk for a for a hot minute about something uh-huh. and usually like if I'm eating at home I'm taking like a two minute lunch to to eat and get back to work. But when I go out, then I'm like, oh, then we got some time. Let's let's kill some stuff. And uh, if I go to McDonald's, <laughs> this will be a whole other episode. It, and don't it, and don't it, kill me for this. It very well could be, but yeah. But I'm usually ending up saying like fifteen dollars an hour, eh? <laughs> Well, they're wanting more than that. They're wanting seventeen now. I mean, like, it depends on where they're at. But I like, yeah, they're. I mean, seventeen dollars an hour for unskilled general labor. Where the quality is basically that of fishing something out of a garbage, out of the garbage, <laughs> like not <laughs> and and I don't like look. I'm not a political person. I'm a registered independent person. I don't want to get into like the politics of the whole shit. But the comedy here is that uh, no ice cream, and it's so bad that it's now a meme. I didn't even realize that it's like a, a thing. Oh yeah, or across the whole country. Mm-hmm. But in addition. Yo, I I just I just don't want you to put pickles on my wife's sandwich. That's the only <laughs> thing. Like I don't care what you put on my sandwich. I will eat a fish fillet Big Mac if you accidentally put fish. Like just make it it's, it's fish fillet with the Big Mac sauce. Like if it meets minimum food safety standards, I'll eat the shit. But if I get to you know the feeling that I have when I go when I get home and I give my wife her sandwich and she opens it up and I'm seeing her picking pickles off of that it's like i couldn't even bring home the right shit yeah like and it's and i know it's not my fault because i said it and Mm -hmm. oftentimes here's the thing that really insists they put the fucking little paper on it oh yeah that says no No pickles yeah and sure enough sure as shit there's like a whole bunch of pickles on that shit. <laughs> like, just don't put goddamn pickles on it. Mm-hmm. Now, on and, the f- and as far as for an available service, the fact that they're the ice cream machine is never working, so you can never get a milkshake or a McFlurry oh or whatever God, the hell, dude. Like, well, I don't understand the purpose of having it in the first place. If at middle of the day on like a random Thursday, like at four o'clock in the afternoon, like. The ice cream machine's not working. Oh, it's not working. I'm like, you know what's, what's funny? I can I can kind of understand at like two or three o'clock in the morning. Like if you know, you've yeah, got, you've been out, you know, doing whatever, and it's like, yeah, we it's down for service. I'm like, okay, yeah, got you. But like, this is your prime time stuff. It's July right now. Like you should be selling some ice cream, and you can't, or you don't. Uh, one of the two. Like you just. But you know we, what the what, we failed to comply with that particular part of our franchise. <laughs> it's like was there's the guy Mitch Hedberg, what does he say? Like Big Macs? Nope. We got spaghetti. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you, but you know you know what's funny is and that they have us. a lot of the places around here have the fucking digital menu now. Yeah. And like you you don't even like you can tell. Like you drive up and they just nuke that part. Like they just it's, yeah. Click, delete. No, yeah. we don't got that. <laughs> no, nah, that ain't a thing. No, get rid yeah. of that. And so, like, McDonald's, I don't know what their, uh, what the company, what the company's political stance is, but I rarely go there anymore. And the reason is because 
I just don't need that much rage in my life. <laughs> I, I I want to live a nor like it's it's the thing that like I don't go out a lot. I work from home, so I don't like I only go out. When, it's like you know those people that say I only scratch when I itch. Yeah, I just I don't go out just to go out. Like yeah. I I go to my backyard, I go swimming or whatever, but I get my son outside within the confines of my my house. Your your uh, the, paid, paid for property. Yeah, <laughs> that that. And so if I go out, it's specifically to do a thing. And so if I've taken the time to put my key in the ignition and go somewhere, uh-huh. and then I when I come back, it's like I I don't even want to call you because I'm so mad, right? <laughs> like, and I know it's first world problems, but I don't even want to call you and be like, "Yo, not only did I say it at the speaker and at the window where I paid, but at the second window." I said, yo, that's the one with no pickles, right? And you, your mm-hmm. person looked at me and was like, yep, this is it. <laughs> Look, it said they put the sticker on it yeah. that says, no. and they, they stuck the little receipt on it that said no pickles. And it's not even like I'm saying, like, yo, you forgot to put something on. Yeah. You just I don't asked for reach, something out of the ordinary. Don't reach in that direction of the pickles. <laughs> and you did it anyway. <laughs> like, you saw it and you're like, oh, yeah, this person doesn't want pickles. Fuck him. <laughs> pickles. And so, like, okay, we ha- fine. Me and my wife had a similar experience recently because, like, <laughs> I, I'll usually eat a, a, a standard meal, but like, she'll usually get a couple of things off the dollar menu, um, like a, ju- a, a double cheeseburger, a small fry, and a small drink. But like, now it's just like a drink because no matter what it is, it's a dollar. But like, she was like, you know what? Let me get, let me order, let me order the happy meal because like, I'll just, it's the same. It'll be the same price, and like, I can say happy meal, you know, whatever. And so. With the, with the Happy Meal, she's like, "Look, I just want cheese and ketchup on my Happy on on the burger part. That's all I want." Which is, I, to me, seems a reasonable request. Yeah. So we go through the line and get to the actual window, and we're like, "Hey, here." She gets handed the box. You know, I get the you know, I get my bag or whatever, and then she gets handed the box and whatever, and we open it up because she usually will check because she'll hand it back and be like, "Nah, fuckers, like you need to make this." That's right. And she opens the box and there's only fries in it. There's no <laughs> There's no burger at all. <laughs> and I'm like, look, you missed half this shit. Like, you know, I'm, I'm half, gonna look up half the requested amount of stuff is is what needed to be in here. I'm gonna look up when was a happy meal? When did that come out? Uh, I don't There's a reason I'm looking this up because <sighs> Happy Meal is a kid's meal, blah 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 history. Mid nineteen seventies. So okay. let's say nineteen seventy five, just to be like, whatever. Seventy seven. Yeah. So you've had thirty three years. <laughs> thirty three? No, forty three years. Yeah. Forty three years to be doing happy meals that come with <laughs> a sandwich or equivalent, like in chicken nuggets. Yeah. Fries. A main course, the side and the drink. The toy. <laughs> And the the drink. Yeah, of course, the toy. If you're going to forget something, forget the toy. Because, like, every meal comes with entree, side, drink, entree, side, drink. That's what you're doing all day. Yeah. But the fucking burger? (laughs) Come on, man. And so, and and here's the other thing is, like, they, it was, I don't know, it was, like, 8 o'clock at night or whatever. They were packed up. And we drove through and we got to that window. And they're like, "Uh, can you just move up real quick for us? Because, like, there's another window up there. No. Or whatever. And so yeah, so we they had us move up while she's just checking it, and I'm like I'm like I'm like all right, and, you know whatever. And I pull up a little bit, 
And this is it's still eight o'clock at night, so it's not like you know a one two o'clock in the morning. She opens up and like, there's no burger in here at all. I'm like, well, I'm like, <laughs> so I I'm like, I'll just go in. The doors are locked. <laughs> So oh, we have to, yeah. We have to go through the line again. And I'm at this point, I'm livid because now I know my shit's going to be cold by the time we get home. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> and so whatever. But like that's been like, <laughs> I'm like, what is And it's it was the same place. And I messaged you. I was like, you're the people at your McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Did this or whatever. And I'll, and I'll tell you, at at that point. I don't care if McDonald's is like saving kittens. Like Ronald McDonald House. That's yeah. wonderful. Wonderful yeah. charity. But like what I mean, not to sound like elitist, but like I, I have it's cold food. Yeah. <laughs> or not cold in the case of not having ice cream. Yeah. Con- contrast that with Chick-fil-A, right? Chick-fil-A. So there's a Chick-fil-A so, in our town. Mm-hmm. And that like once in a while, I'll uh, me and my wife have our code, and we'll, I'll look at her and be like, "You want breakfast?" And she knows what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have the the little dance of like, "Do we want to really spend money on Chick fil A?" But Chick fil A breakfast is on point. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the shit. So I go over there and I tell them, and they're like, "Oh, it's Jeff. Hey, Jeff." <laughs> It'd be a pleasure to. to oh, yeah. you didn't want the pickles on the thing? No oh, problem. No, no it's, a, it's my pleasure to serve you. No yeah. problem. Oh, you want some extra honey mustard? That's great. Yeah. And oh, let me not forget the thing that you have with your little burrito thing. Yeah. That's awesome. And then and, we throw some mints and some moist towelettes in there. And then have a blessed day. And then yeah. you go and you look and you're like, oh my, wait a minute. It's all the stuff in the amount. Everything amounts, is and, in here. <laughs> it's all the stuff I ordered with all at all the particular you know nuances that it is with some extras, and it was happily given to me for the price that I asked for. <laughs> and in addition, some I mean I am a tricky orderer because I used to work in fast food many years ago, so I know all the weird little things. So I'll sometimes add like, oh yeah, and uh, an extra hash brown on this, and move this sandwich over there, and blah blah blah, and so like. Nah. I used I used to work at a Chick Fil A too. Like and, I, and that like, was that was my first first job, kind of. But, but like, yeah. but to them, to them, it's like, yeah, whatever. Here you go. You're not tricking us. Like, what do you think? You know more about this than we do. <laughs> I got this, and they give me a bag with all the shit I ordered. I'm like, wait a minute, is this a is this a, a gag or something? How'd you do that? <laughs> and quick. Is it because is it because we're so used to just being like looked down on from the masses of of them were like oh here's your piddly little food from like the, the bigger chains like here you go and then when we get it right when they get it right we're surprised like wait a minute you know, like what we've, it's been such a you know we we're usually in such a drought of like service and whatever for mm-hmm. so long and then all of a sudden when we get it they get it right is like oh i've been given a, a blessing and, <laughs> and not just a blessing but a blessing and like even an atheist would be like, "Oh yeah, thank you. Have a blessed day. That's yeah. that's awesome. Thank yeah. you." <laughs> and my food is here, and it's hot. And like I pull out a hash brown, and I bite into it. It's crispy, mm-hmm. and it's and it's like freshly made. Yeah. What the? So, all right. So today's episode, and <laughs> so this is um, the end of a species podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Adam. And today's episode, we're we're talking about like brands and uh their whether it's their actual or perceived political alignment um 
I, I didn't want to dig too deep into this because I know that if we dig too deep, we, we get in, we might pop the, the, what they, what I call the fake news bubble where uh-huh. I'll find a source that says, well, this company that you thought was really a Republican uh, donates more to Democrats and this other one does the opposite. And they're like, oh, fake news. That source is yeah. biased. I don't want to do that. Um, so we're going to go with what your perceived notion of a, of a company's uh, political ideology is. And um, this whole thing started with recently, my wife has prodded me to go back a, a, a little more into social media and there's a uh, there's a thing that happens when you go back into social media. It's like it's like if you if you were on a different planet for a while, <laughs> and you come back to a peace, Earth, a peaceful one. <laughs> yeah, you you went to a normal a normal human having planet where no craziness exists, and then yeah. everything that's negative about humanity gets shown to you in a flash, almost like. Oh, in the I fifth hate... element, like when she gets to war and then yeah. she's like, oh, shit, what the <laughs> hell is this? Yeah, like like that. And it's like, OK, um, what am I seeing? And so some of the thoughts that I've that that I've had about uh, bringing topics to the show have come from posts that I've seen on social media. But this specific one was interesting because it didn't actually oh, I didn't have like a reaction to it instantly i just looked at it and i was like hmm it's interesting and it had to do with the fact that there's a a group of like a growing group of people that are like i'm no longer eating a chick-fil-a because they donated to anti-lgbtq lgbtq causes right um and so my thought is well overall how do you get to that line like where where does like I know that there is a line, for example, if you find out that uh, a place that you go to to buy your meat and they have really good steaks, they're secretly sending money to Al Qaeda or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you might be like, wait a minute, how badly do I want this ribeye? Yeah. You know, well, and and that and that can be explained in all kinds of different things, like you know, or like if they're a front or something like like that, like literally directly doing illegal stuff. Right, exactly. So, like if GameStop is dumping oil onto baby seals, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, you'd be like, "Fuck GameStop." Yeah, (laughs) but to be fair, if GameStop was buying out all the Dawn soap in the world. And literally pouring it on baby like ducks and cleaning them and then doing the little I just brushed my teeth white picture with the ding. Yeah. Look, I cleaned a duck. I'd still be like fucking stop. <laughs> just saying. Um so I guess I mean that's another interesting uh dynamic there. Like I don't care what games on there. I'm still gonna hate them. <laughs> <laughs> like there's this is a blood feud that goes on forever. But but yeah, like the um, the line for that, like if I don't agree with, like let's say, would you, if you're a staunch Republican and you found a restaurant that made the absolute best tacos in the world, right? Like it's mm. this is a Mexican restaurant and they make great tacos and they're just called, this is the Hillary Clinton Cafe. 
<laughs> but when you walk by, like the smell hits your nose and you literally like your mouth starts to water. Would you would you go to the Hillary Clinton uh, cafe? Um, I, you know, similarly, not, not not particularly like I mean, like the the, the name of it kind of doesn't sing to me <laughs> as far as like uh, like an enticement for like that's where you go to get food but i mean you know i've heard of like different things i don't i don't and me and my wife we love mom and pop like little places mm-hmm. because that's usually where you're gonna get like the best and yeah the dive food. spots but that seems like it's like a like a giant corporation that like probably doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> and, and or nobody's gonna respect and similarly <laughs> like if there was like a burger joint that made five guys look like garbage yeah. but it's called like well, uh, this is bad because I was about to say like Trump burgers, but then there's Trump steaks, right? So like, but like, let's say, no, like, I mean, I've never seen Trump steaks. The the, the stigma is that Trump steaks are, suck, right? But like, let's say Trump steaks were like the best steaks ever. Mm-hmm. But you're an anti-Trump person. Would you, would you buy the steaks? Would you, would you go get the steaks? Well, I mean, no, probably not because... I mean, like, he's a giant orange asshole. But like, <laughs> what's, what's the what's the line? That that's I guess what I what I want to look the, for. The the line I feel is usually not necessarily to, um, like a particular like leaning as as far as for policy, but it's like any kind of like action as far as taking that like inhibits somebody's ability to do something. Um, there's there's plenty that you know you can go out and do and like as far as for like choosing a steak like there's tons of different steaks out there you can go get you can order them off the internet and they'll show up next day from Oklahoma in a freezer box or whatever and then you can put them right back oh, the dry yeah. ice is the yeah. best part of that <laughs> um but like it's it's difficult it's difficult to kind of say because in general like if you're making a quality product and it's good and you know, it's made in a way that's not destroying the environment or destroying this or destroying, you know, farmland or kicking other people out of jobs or what or whatever, then there shouldn't be any kind of issue. Whether or not the CEO of that is like, I'm a Baptist and, you know, you know, you know, whatever, like, oh, like, well, I'm Catholic. And then that's going to be an <laughs> issue. Like, I can't buy that. Like, that's a, like, that seems minuscule to me. Like, yeah. Who, who cares? Um when you, when you start infringing on on the rights uh, of people or you start destroying the environment is usually when i start having an issue um or or sometimes like if it's just in bad practice like you're a giant corporation this is another reason why i kind of have a, an issue with ea is that like they buy out like really good like tiny video game companies and then like that whatever their next game they put out and then they gut the entire company and it's like Come on, man! Like they were doing, they were doing well, and now you're just gonna homogenize them into the shit brand that you are. Just, come on, like let let the goods. You gotta get good stuff flowing out there. You can't make it this like you know. You can't make another fucking I don't know. Whatever it is, whatever. Like, so here's a question: like, how much? Like, what's the line in reverse? How? How much of a political difference that that you have? Like, let's say, is there a point where there's a company that maybe isn't super environmentally friendly, but damn, do they make good microphones or computers <laughs> or whatever it is, right? Um, like, if I if you found out that uh, your favorite graphic t 
company that has all the per like you wear a graphic tees right like yeah that, that's well, i'm your, wearing one right now that's your jam yeah uh but <laughs> oh better yet like let's say nintendo you found out yeah. that nintendo was like their way of manufacturing the switch <laughs> they just didn't have uh you know the best environmentally friendly techniques or for whatever. every switch that they made five you know babies had to be gut and skinned and skinned or whatever let's like say, something like that <laughs> baby seals not, baby seals. not babies <laughs> please don't write emails to us because we don't uh, end of a species advocates <laughs> the end of the entire species not just babies <laughs> so just <laughs> Just, just keep saying, that in like, mind you know, when you're like writing the, your emails. The, pro- the process of making sure everything fits just right, you have to like cut a piece of back skin off and peel it and then put it in, and that's padding and whatever. Or like for you to play Zelda, it had, like there's a bunch of 14 year olds that no longer have a childhood because <laughs> they're screwing in the the stuff. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of issues that come down with with that kind of stuff because you 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 fall into into human rights, but like. I know I know there's a lot that goes out in the world about like practice for stuff being manufactured overseas because labor laws and stuff are different over there as opposed to in America and yeah. it's it it's almost like loophole-ish because they're going over there to get stuff done but I mean it turns into like you know sweatshops versus <laughs> designer brands and 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 whatever else and you know, if you find that, like the the company intentionally went over and did stuff that became an issue, <laughs> it's weird to say um, that they sought out to particularly go into like fourteen year olds, you know, screwing and stuff for for the switch and putting the motherboard on and whatever. Um, that's a little weird as like a policy, but like you know, this is a Nintendo's a Japanese-based company, so like I don't know what their labor laws are over there, and mm-hmm. like over here in America, like you can start, you can get a job at twelve, nine years old. You can bicycle, you can get up at three o'clock in the morning and bicycle a paper route if you really want to. Um, that is true. <laughs> so I mean, we have labor laws about you know amount of time. I know like a, a thing with. Um, Actors and stuff. That's why twins are used so much as babies is because, or little kid actors is because you're only allowed to use the kid for like four hours a day or whatever. So like you have one kid act for four hours, for four hours, then you swap them out for the twin or the triplet or whatever. And then they work for four hours. So you get more out of the kid that looks the same, you know, and no one can really tell the difference. Um, But that's a law that we have here. And yeah, I mean, you can be an abuse because we're trying to educate and grow and develop. And like a lot of stuff is machine operated and on assembly lines and stuff now. So there's less need for some of those child, (laughs) child labor things. Mm -hmm. But I, it's, it's so hard with a, a a world that is surprisingly large and small at the same time to, to kind of eliminate stuff like that completely because yeah because so one person makes a microchip that microchip is made in a terrible place or whatever but it's a good quality or whatever but like it's put together by like four-year-olds that are being prodded with cattle prods every 15 (laughs) minutes if they're not doing it well Mm -hmm. enough that microchip is then given to another company that humanely and 
correctly gives it to a bunch of 20 to 25 year olds who assemble like a gaming PC and then that is then distributed by another larger company or whatever. And, you know, the first company that bought the stuff from the original company, they don't necessarily know how they got all their parts from it. But, you know, if you follow the trail back far enough, then you find out like, oh, like they're cattle prodding four year olds because they have tiny hands to fit into the little, the yeah. little things to make sure things are done right. And it's it's hard to avoid in just a general thing. But like, sh- should you should you quit? You know, buying any ev- everything around like everything around us, like right here, right now, microphone, microphone stands, lights, equalizers, mic <laughs> mic inputs. Do you know where every part of all of this ever came from? No, but I'm I'm also surprisingly apathetic to a lot of stuff. Um, and. I say that not to be like uh, cheeky about it or anything, but it is something that I think about because there are cases and, you know, we've talked about it even on this show where Mm -hmm. there are cases where a company will do something and I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not messing with y'all no more. Right. Um, But like, well, in the nineties, the Catholic church (laughs) tried, tried to quit Disney. Everyone boycott Disney. It's not, you know, because, because of the, the homosexual support thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that really worth is, I mean, if, if them going down there, like there's a, there's a different thing. If a guy, if, if two guys walk into Disney holding hands or whatever, who gives a shit? But if they're wearing shorts, that are too short for them and their dongs hanging out one of the short legs, <laughs> like, and your three year old who's at dong height is coming into contact <laughs> with that. Like then, yes, I consider that to be a problem. Yeah, that's a that that's but a that whole would different be, thing. That would be a problem if it was a heterosexual <laughs> couple. Like if it's a guy and a girl holding hands and you got that same thing happening. Yeah. Then we, we got an issue. Um <laughs> I don't know that that's really the uh the hill <laughs> that that the Catholic <laughs> Church wants to plant their flag on. <laughs> Mostly because of the glass house thing, especially in the nineties. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. The nineties and the early two thousands, like that's still a huge, a huge thing that kind of came about. But still, like you know, it depends on what what was the general consensus on what started the outrage and why we should quit Disney or why should we should quit? Wasn't there a thing with Sony recently? We were quitting Sony for. I'll never quit Sony. That's <laughs> I don't even know what it was if there was a thing, but I think um, it, I think it all came out during like their their file leaks or whatever. There was somebody about that. There was something about quitting Sony. I don't remember. There's so oh, much. You know what? I, so I do remember something like that. Um, but I'm I'm gonna say this. Like, oh, it was because I remember exactly what it is now. It was because of the Ghost in the Shell thing, where Scarlett Johansson was playing an Asian. And then, like, they were going to digitally alter her face to make her look more Asian or whatever. And there was this huge backlash about that. And I'm like, you have a beloved, you know, Japanese story property. Is it really hard to hire an Asian person to play a part of a synthetic person? Like, it, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But, like, you go, you also go to the other side of it where it's like, hey... We need this movie to sell and make money, so let's That's put a giant it. put a giant star in it. Let me let me let me clear something up for anybody out there listening that has <laughs> this fantastical view of movies and Hollywood and all of that. It's a business. Period. Case closed. It's not an artistic venue. 
There's <laughs> there are countless actors like what one of the uh, there's a comedian that said that he was really really funny until he got into comedy, and <laughs> and like that's what it is. Like when you're a musician, you're not like hey I'm inspired to make this. It's hey this is what sells. Go write about this. Yeah. When when it's a movie and you wrote this movie, I guarantee you you're gonna find countless examples of people who wrote something and they're like, this is my my magnum opus. And then Hollywood went and like just hey, yeah. we just rewrote a couple of things and we want uh I don't know, <laughs> Mickey Rourke. He's hot. <laughs> Let me let's put him in the thing because he's hitting right now. Yeah. And that's that's how it works. So the um the because we the Doctor the, Strange thing with the Sorcerer Supreme yeah um, that that was another big thing and there was a whole <laughs> big thing with Tibet and like because the whole thing was supposed to be set in Tibet but they changed it and then never quite mentioned where everything was because they wanted the the movie to do well in China and if you mention Tibet in and of itself they have a thing where China believes Tibet is part of them but Tibet wants to be independent so they just ignored it completely yep. and didn't say anything. But, like, you had that whole thing, and then you had the fact that, you know, um, what was her name? The character name. Was supposed to be, like, a really old Asian man, but now it's changed into (laughs) Tilda Swinton. Yeah. And she's now this guy who's supposed to have, you know, all this magical, mystical power from the East. And, like, why did we, you know, whitewash this? And, like, that sparked a whole controversy on boycotting that movie and but similarly there were whispers of turning peter parker into like a a a black dude Mm -hmm. and i'm not talking about miles morales but like making peter Parker black and that and and that was a whole thing where uh childish gambino was gonna do it or mm -hmm. uh donald glover yeah he was gonna play peter parker and he was like yeah you know donald for spider-man and that blew up. Oh. And I almost wonder if that was the reason for the creation of Miles Morales. Because Miles Morales didn't really exist until like 2012 or 2013. Something, in, or something in that something, range? Two, between 2010 and 2014, I'll say. Like, I, I'm not exactly explicit. But like, that was in the realm of like, well, let's do an alternate universe where Peter Parker's, you know, it's not Peter Parker, but it's another guy. And... Then he gets it. And and for all you people that are flipping out, it's not Peter Parker. <laughs> really not Peter Parker. As a matter of fact, we have 17 Spider-Mans and a pig. <laughs> it's great. Like the, one, we, One's an Asian girl yeah, and a robot. It's, it's, it's great. We're yeah. just, just not. Peter Parker is still the one. Yeah. Don't, we have not taken that. And like, you know, um, Nick Fury used to be David Hasselhoff looking. And now he's, <laughs> oh, God. Now he's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. But like. It's it has nothing. It's not something that has to do with anything other than what do we think is going to sell. Period. Right. Exactly. One thousand percent a fiscal decision. Um, sometimes those fiscal decisions border on things that we're like, oh well, that's whitewashing. It's racial. It's blah blah blah. And yes, part of that has to do with it, especially like if you have certain movies where it's like, well, this we ought to play in the south. But well, this, well, but it's, going back it's always the, a fiscal thing, and right. And going back to the Ghost in the Shell thing, like that had a large audience for it is. But if you're gonna like mass make this movie and try and mass appeal to it, you want to try and throw a star in there that's gonna pull numbers at least. 
Yeah. And so they pulled Scarlett Johansson and, you know, then those files leaked and they're like, oh, they're trying to make her Asian. And they're like, yeah, that looks bad. <laughs> so, but so like in general, like people saw that and then they boycotted it and then lost their mind. Um, if you, if we've got Chick-fil-A donating to and and I, I'm I'm not as familiar with what the story is with with depending on depending because on who you listen to, it, they're donating to the Salvation Army, and the Salvation Army is not really friendly. To, and this is part of the reason I don't want to don't take what I'm saying as gospel. This is all stuff that I read on the internet, and I'm not I refuse to research it because if I have to stop eating chicken sandwiches, that's it for me in fast food. Like it's <laughs> that's the only thing I have left. Don't. Yeah. So unless unless you see this, you have a video of the CEO of Chick Fil A just going, "I hate the gays" or something <laughs> like that. I'm not gonna. I'm I'm gonna have my chicken. Please do and, not take my chicken sandwiches away. Well, and then here's here's a, a a different thing. The Salvation Army is was a and and Chick Fil A for that is a Christian based growth of whatever. It's not necessarily that they're anti. LGBTQ, mm-hmm. but maybe it's not, they're not directly supporting it, but the fact that like, hey, I can't throw all of my spare money at one another particular cause to even myself out, like, hey, I've chosen these things to try and focus on and that's where our business's money is going to go, then I don't necessarily see a problem with that in general. Now, I know the Salvation Army, at least for the longest part, were in, in an area that I work in was doing a lot of good for homeless people and trying to provide meals and food and access to jobs and a place to get mail and shower and clean up and have a place to sleep at night. But like they were grossly underfunded and they ended up closing down. Um, It's unfortunate, but like, that's just how things go. But like, it's not like if they, if a homosexual person showed up and like, Oh, well we're not going to let you in because of your sexual orientation. It's like, that's just not the cause that they were directly funding. Yeah. Like we're not providing housing for only LGBTQ. We're just providing housing and we don't really care, but like we're not going to advertise that yeah, it's for LGBTQ people in general or whatever. You know, like there's there's a difference of like not saying something and a difference of like turning away something that's is being said, you know. Yeah. And so let's turn on to like the scale. So like is it different because we're talking a lot about big corporations and, you know, big corporations is definitely where this conversation should start because they have the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. But recently, at least over the last decade or so, you've had um, and even a little bit beyond that, you've had small businesses that have also made a huge impact in on both sides of the aisle on on, on in various ideologies with their stances on things. And I, the first thing I think of is obviously like the bakeries that are like, we're not making a cake for a gay wedding. Yeah. And so like, that doesn't seem to be a fiscal decision because like, right. That's not necessarily like if you're baking a cake, who cares what you put on the top of it? Like we'll make the cake. You put your topper on, you go buy your topper somewhere else, top it off. Who gives you shit where the, the cake is ending up and whose belly it's getting in uh, eventually getting in the belly of. Yeah. Um, and, and not for nothing. I mean, when you make a, when you make a cake for a hetero cake for a hetero wedding, there are going to, there's a very high chance that, that a gay person will have a slice. 
Um, yeah, more that, more than likely. <laughs> so, but there, but in reality, at, at my wedding, there were people, gay people that had slices of our cake. Yeah, I know for a fact. <laughs> so, but but I think overall, the the main thing is like with a small mom and pop shop, if the owner, when you're an owner of a business, you know for the most part, especially if you're a good business owner, you know what your dem- what the demographic is of the people that you're that you're serving, right? And there isn't I, I know that there are places that are less friendly toward the gay community and there are places that are more friendly, etc. But I don't think there's a single area in this country that doesn't have gay people. Like that's oh, that's I'm- just I mean, there may be people that are less likely to come out or whatever. But what I'm saying is, if you're a business owner and your decision is, hey, I don't want to make a cake for gay people, you're taking that's a risk that you're taking on for your business, right? Well, right. And, and then that comes, like you were saying, it, it is no longer a fiscal decision. Because yeah. Your, your, your business is, I will make cakes for people to purchase and then consume. Yeah. That's, that's like, that's a, the whole business model is I'm going to make my <laughs> confections are going from my place to your hands and then you're going to eat them. Yeah. Hopefully. And that should be the bare minimum of it. Now, if you're trying to, if someone's coming in and requesting like something obscene or demeaning or whatever, like that's, there's a difference on that. I feel like if they're like, Hey, I'm wanting to buy a thing that I'm going to take to, um, a protest rally and your name's going to be on it as the person who made this cake that says, <laughs> this says, uh, fuck everyone from Missouri or whatever. Like, <laughs> like, like then there's a point where they're like, uh, no, well, I'm yeah, not going to no, make, I'm not, I'm I'm not going to make that. that. Yeah. Cause like, like, I don't want my name associated with whatever. Ted's bakery <laughs> has sponsored this fuck everyone from Missouri rally that we're throwing. <laughs> no. Um, and, and I get that. Some, I mean, but like if, if Ted has decided that, you know, I, I, you know, I hear the term sincerely held religious belief. I hate that phrase. I <laughs> really do because it's not really like, I don't think that's, that's a phrase that should be in, in conversation. Like I sincerely have a belief that Adam and Eve, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know that that really should be in a courtroom because it's not something you can test. You know, in the courtroom, you consistently hear reasonable, 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 reasonable. Yeah. Which is like we're a society, and is it reasonable for me to say that if somebody walked into my house and I didn't invite them in and they broke down my door that I feel like I'm being threatened? Yeah. Then yeah, that's that's not a sincerely held belief. That's a reasonable standard. Like any normal person in my shoes is going to be like, yeah, somebody's trying to kill me, blast away. Yeah. But (laughs) but sincerely held belief seems weird because. And I don't believe in slippery slopes, but it seems like something. And, and to prevent that, it seems like something that needs a definition. Like, at what point does your sincerely held relig- religious belief become laughable? Where, like, now you're now you're infringing on other people's society, yeah. and so you you kind of have to define that. Um, so, like, oh, it's my sincerely held religious belief that I throw chickens at people when they walk by my my store because they are the infidel. Like <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? Like, so so there's that. 
Um, uh, everyone was wear, wear a cat on their head every third Tuesday of, of the month of May. Or yeah, whatever. you, you, you have to like, come <laughs> into my store drinking Kool-Aid. Otherwise, you can't get served. You yeah. know, there's there's a point at which you have to kind of define what does that mean? Like, what are you able to to claim as a as a sincerely held religious belief? Um, and y- you should be able to have those within the reason of what like we as a society we have to decide like what does that what's the limit to that right because there has to be one having said that um the knife does cut both ways because like recently we've seen a lot of stores that are like hey you can't come in here if you're not wearing a mask right right and there's a lot of places that they there's no law that says you have to wear a mask. Like I'll wear a mask when I go out now yeah. because I'm I'm 40. I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to catch your your well, stuff. That, and I'm not and if I have something because I've always had a really strong immune system. If I have something, I'm not trying to give somebody who has a weaker immune system something I got. Yeah. So okay, so I so I wear a mask. I don't wear it as a political statement though. I wear it just because uh, you know that's the recommendation, and I didn't go to med school, so I'm taking that recommendation. Yeah. Bill, it, Bill Nye has a whole demonstration on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, if you, if you if you have if you don't have TikTok, get TikTok. It's a fun time waster. But if you eh, if, if you, you probably find it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you could. But get TikTok anyway because I said so. So <laughs> so um, it's a raging endorsement. Right yeah, now. there there we go. It's 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 awesome. So um, but w- even with all of that, if if you are a store that's in a community that has a lot of people that are like, I'm not wearing a mask. It infringes on my blah, 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 which currently, if you're in a community that, that it's not illegal not to wear a mask, that's their right. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you have a policy that says, yo, in order to come in this spot, you got to be wearing a mask. That's also a fiscal decision. Right. Um, Well, I mean, it's the same thing as no shoot shirt, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Like, it's like, hey, you, you need a shirt on to or come even, in here. Or even, you know what, let's take that to the extreme. Like, there's some restaurants, y'all, you got to wear a jacket. Yeah, you got to wear a jacket, you got to wear a tie, or yeah. whatever. Like, and, you know, we have a demeanor that's... and But that's, you know, there's one thing of, like, if that's their policy, then you should know that, like, that's what they expect if you decide to patron. And if you don't believe in that, then don't spend your money there. Why are you going to make a scene... Of going there with and not following their particular policy, and then claim that they're the bad guy. Yeah, like I, I mean, it's that to to them having a mask and having um, a requirement to wear a mask or shoes or a shirt or whatever. That sounds like a safety, or you know, you know, just like hey, like we have you know hot foods and stuff coming in and whatever. Like you know, we don't want somebody who's fresh off the beach covered in sand and salt water and whatever to come and sit on our chairs that, you know, are, you know, coated leather, you know, premium leather and whatever. Like we don't want our stuff getting ruined. So like we have this policy of like no wet bathing suits, no shirt, you know, you got to wear a shirt and you have to have shoes on. Mm -hmm. Like that's a, you know, it's them protecting their assets and whatever. And, you know, having a mask is for safety and whatever else, whether you believe it or not or whatever, who, you know, that's your thing. But if you choose to, not wear one, then you have to accept the fact that, like, you might not be allowed to shop here. Yeah. And, you know, in we've announced that we've lived in, we live in Florida before. Um, we currently. Not proudly. <laughs> not proudly. Let, let me just 
clear that one up in case anybody's like, oh, I'm not like a, a I wasn't, like, I know you were born here, but if you had a choice, um, <laughs> yeah. um I wasn't born here. Yeah. I, I, I came here, but like, good Lord. <laughs> but you, you know, know, there's a, there's a thing on social media that is a little game that says, um, go onto Google and Google your date of birth and then type Florida man. And give me the first headline that comes up. <laughs> and I have yet to find somebody who who can give me a date where there's not a Florida man headline. <laughs> that is a badge of honor right there. Oh, man. I might have to try that because that sounds fun, actually. <laughs> and uh, you, have try, a, you have a quite the birthday for that. I do. So you probably have I a do. good countdown. I do. Um, so, but any, we live in Florida and there's currently a directive out there that says like, Hey, we highly recommend doing, you know, wearing a mask for whatever, re- you know, for reasons to protect yourself and public safety or whatever, which also we have some of the biggest, you know, influxes of international people showing up to our spot because mm-hmm. in our state we have, we not only have like Miami and the beaches or whatever, but we've got Disney world Universal Studios, Cape like Canaveral, Cape Canaveral, Daytona Beach, St. Augustine, <laughs> like there, uh, Jacksonville, where the where the RNC is going to be for yeah. some reason. Um, like everything, everything. Yeah, this is the but, nexus. But we have we have a mask policy in place. It's currently not being enforced. But part of the statutes of Florida say that. Any business has the right to refuse service on any grounds that are not, you know, sexual orientation or racial basis. Yeah, the, the protected classes. Yeah, or disabilities and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that kind of a thing. But it's like, hey, we have a policy of like, if you want to come shop in our 7-Eleven, you know, you need to have a mask on. And depending on particular stores and their owners or whatever, they can enforce that or not or whatever. But like they have the ability to refuse service. To people if they feel like they're not following a simple policy. And if they put a sign on the door, like, if you're going in to buy a monster <laughs> or, you know, you know, a candy bar or a hot sandwich or whatever from a 7-Eleven or a Wawa or a racetrack or whatever, like, was is it going to bother you all that much to throw a mask on for three minutes while you walk in there and do it? Not really. Nah. And simply the fact that like you know you can go in there and then you're probably not going to stand at the counter and stare at the guy take at the cashier and eat your sandwich or whatever so like what what's what's the real issue of standing here is it and and i always contest this thing of like is this somebody who has a real issue with this or is it somebody trying to exert some sort of control on a larger corporation because they feel they can by claiming yeah medical or social injustice or whatever and i'm like look we're trying to protect everyone and i'm where i wear a mask when i go outside and go into public or whatever not out not like out my front door but like when you know if i'm going into a place where people are i'm like i know people are dirty yeah everyone <laughs> everyone is dirty mm-hmm. i have no idea where anyone has been i know where i've been but i also know that people go to some weird places and don't wash their hands after, always, after taking a shit i always <laughs> refer to the law of averages it's like if you consider yourself a clean person, like if I was to put a bell curve up, which part of the bell curve do you consider yourself to be in? And I'll mm-hmm. think of your dirtiest moment <laughs> that you've ever had. Yeah. And now 
look at the bell curve again and look at everything to the left of you. Yeah. That's what's out in the world. Yeah. That's what's out in the world. T- touching that can of beans that you just picked up mm-hmm. that you're, you now put in your bag or whatever. Yep. Like you have to like buying something at a, at a, at a place where like you pop the lid and then drink it. Like think about like the random guy that's crazy and homeless and like he's covered in his own filth. He walked into a 7-Eleven, started licking the caps of all the Coca-Colas, <laughs> put them all. Oh God! Put them all back, and then left, <laughs> and then took a shit in the parking lot. Like, because like, that's the guy. Because like, that's because that's, that's a real possibility. That's what I wanted to do today. <laughs> He's like, because the crazy monkeys that live in my hair told me to do it. Like, <laughs> like, like that's a thing that could happen. So, like, yeah, when you go out and you're touching something that's publicly accessed there's a chance that some ish is on it um, and and you gotta you should protect yourself but now, like, this is now straying way off of well no it's it's exactly you're, i think you hit the nail on the head and on the on the business side it's also good to kind of like analyze and draw lines of where exactly do you want to plant your flag right um, and I'm gonna give you a quick story. Like you, you did house sitting for me and my wife when we got married. Like we, we didn't know each other for that long at that time. Like a year. It was like, or yeah, so. we were, we were pretty cool. And I said, Hey, I'm going to get married. You want to watch my house? Now, one of the things that I wanted for my wedding, not for my wedding day, but for the rehearsal dinner was I wanted a Dominican cake. Now I'm going to tell you something. You had a slice of Dominican cake in my house, right? Yes. That wasn't that shit the bomb? Yeah, I bet you still remember that shit. <laughs> Dominican cake is the best cake in the entire world. I'm Dominican, and I'm not even like exaggerating. Dominican cake, you need a package of sugar just to start making Dominican <laughs> cake. It is spongy. It's delicious, right? And I wanted one, and so we live, um, not in a Hispanic section of Florida, right? Right, and. Um, we live pretty far from where, you know, where I would find my, what I would say is my people, even though <laughs> we're all God's people, but yeah. Dominican people. Right. Um, and so what I wanted, like m- way before, like months of preparation, I'm calling places like, hey, do you make Dominican cake? I got married in 2009. In 2008, the entire economy crashed and everybody lost their shirt, right? Uh-huh. I, I was just floored at the fact that I'm here, like, in my, in the, the business that I was in back then. If you said, hey, do you do, and whatever was, if it was slightly relevant to my business, my answer is, it's, it's the Ghostbusters thing. If someone asks you if you're a god, <laughs> you say, yeah, yes. like, everything was yeah. yes, and I'll fucking figure it out. Yeah. Just give me your contract. And so this isn't even like a gay cake. This is a Dominic. This is a style of cake, predominantly found in the Dominican Republic. It's <laughs> it well, it originates in the Dominican Republic, but it's not like it, the oven is going to ask if you're you know for a blood test <laughs> to prove that you're Dominican to make it. Like 2009, YouTube existed, mm-hmm. recipe websites existed, the internet existed. And if you're a bakery and I call you up and I'm like, hey, do you make Dominican cakes? Mm-hmm. The answer is yes. Hold on one second. This isn't some code word. Simulate typing. 
And I'm actually <laughs> typing into my notes, so like, let me just erase all that crap before I get <laughs> and, confused. And, and make sure it's not like code word for like, hey, do you sell C4? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> so. Dominican cake. Oh, the, the, the uh, ingredients are the same as a regular cake, just in different Amount, like, proportions. And, and cooking times. And yeah, like, okay. Like, yeah, I think I can handle that. Yeah. And then make a practice one and find you somebody, like, find you a friend. They're like, oh, you ever had Dominican cake? Taste this. Does that taste like Dominican cake to you? Yeah? Got you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got you. I could yeah. do that. Great. You know what? Send 20 bucks to another bakery that's in like Miami or something and be like, hey, uh, uh, Dominican cake, I'm going to send you some money if you teach me how to make it because I'm doing this for a wedding, right? Yeah. Make the sale. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying- Especially the, if you may, if you say it's for a wedding, it immediately increases the price by yeah. 25%. Yeah. Instantly. <laughs> Instantly. Especially since I'm going to give you the rest of the money on that day and you might- and On the wedding day, everybody goes, well, it turns out <laughs> there was this cost that we hadn't really anticipated. So, your, your bill is actually that much more. You yeah. want the cake, right? So- And now you can put- Like, now that you've learned it, you can now put that on the window of your shop. Like, yeah. Hey, we know how to make Dominican cake. Word. And so having with with all of that said, and it's not even like you're now becoming a Dominican cake shop. I've said all that to say, just get the business. You know, like for me, it the 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 bakeries that didn't have a Dominican cake, I ended up actually having my brother go to Miami and drive up because he had to go there anyway and pick up the cake and drive it up four, five, six hours to where the wedding was, right? Oh, wow, yeah. And that person made a butt ton of money. <laughs> like the person in Miami that made the cake, we paid them in spades because it was like, you're the only one. Yeah. You know, we went past Orlando. We went past Orange City. We went past all these places. Nobody had a Dominican cake <laughs> but you. You're the one place that said, yeah, I got you. Yeah. And so the that sale literally went to somebody else. Now- there's a balance, right? And that's why I say you you want to decide where to plant your flag because in my case, nobody that I called is like, hey, I have a dip, deeply held, sincerely religious, <laughs> sincerely held religious belief that uh, Dominican cakes are whatever. Yeah. But there are places that will say like, no, we don't do this because whatever. And then you also want to think like how how sincerely are we talking? Is it sincerely held like you really have that belief? Or are you sacrificing your business because you just want to do some bigotry? I can't answer that question. I I have no. I don't have a, a horse in the fight. Right? right. Yeah. Like I I don't even like I'm I'm Dominican and I'm considered a minority and I put that in quotes. But I own land. Like I have a house. <laughs> I have I have a nice job. Like I I don't even experience half the stuff that people of my race experience right so i can't even speak to it properly but that's something like for business owners and this is the the, the flip side of it right so the the right. um uh, you know you you have your your customers that are coming in it's like well do i really want to take this fight to this person or can i just go somewhere else yeah. but for a business it's like do i want to be the guy who planted his flag on here and now forever there are some places that have lost their business over some of these decisions that they've made. Yeah, no, totally. And like, look, if you stand by that decision and the consequence that came with it and whatever, I applaud you and that's that's your right and, you know, whatever. But 
is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that is that what it is? So that's a that's a thought that you want to have. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about a completely different genre altogether, and that or industry altogether, and that is entertainment, right? Because now that we're in, you know, it's 2020, and from 2000 to now, everything comes out. So, like, people go, oh, I didn't know that artist was this or was that yeah. or whatever. And so, like, you'll have an artist or an actor or whatever that suddenly does this whole speech. And you're like, wait a minute. This person <laughs> <laughs> supports this? Like, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And you also have actors that get involved in stuff where, like, you know, famously, I can't, you can't find a place to watch the Cosby show anymore, right? Mm. Because obvious things, right? Yeah. So, um, when it comes to those political beliefs that people have, how does that color your support of their art? Because, like, I'll, I'll give you some examples. Like, for example, the conservative side, you have Dean Cain. Candace Cameron, right? DJ Full House. Okay. Come on. Tim Allen. You're never going to watch Toy Story again? Yeah. Clint yeah. Eastwood. Clint Eastwood? I mean, he famously <laughs> famously talked to an empty chair at the RNC. Yeah. Right? On the liberal side, you have Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, whatever, Chrissy Teigen, Meryl Streep, D.L. Hughley, one of, you know, one of, he's a legend. Yeah. No, I, I... So... <laughs> If you and I love actors on both sides, of yeah, that. yeah, like I mean, Tim Allen. All right, we can't really let's not let's not go with Toy Story because Toy Story is a Disney Pixar film, yeah, that happens to have both Tom Hanks and Tim <laughs> Allen right in it as best friends. So like yeah. it's in the it's in the magical world of Disney, yeah. But Home Improvement, you're not gonna watch yeah. Home Improvement, uh, the Santa Claus, like what? That's, so that's a a thing me and my wife watch almost every year is the Santa Claus. Uh, I mean that's we it's all on of our them? shelf. Uh, one and two I think is where we kind of like th- <laughs> three three is like if we both have like a, a couple of extended days off together. Holy cow! Like, we might watch three. I just I just learned something about Adam. <laughs> wow! But in three it's Martin Short and we like Martin Short too. Like we, Martin, yeah, Martin Short's so, not bad. Um, but one and one and two. Two like one's one is 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 beautiful. Two is a little rough just because. I mean, it, it is what it is. But like, I mean, you know, there's plenty of those. Like, we love all, we love Elf. That's one of our other favorite Christmas. Fred. Uh, well, I was gonna. I had Fred Claus in my head, and I was gonna make a joke about that. But I, then you said Elf, and they, I'm like, yeah, Elf is the shit. Yeah. Um. But like, you know, we also. Also, like one of my favorites is Nightmare Before Christmas, and that's Halloween and Christmas. Oh, both yeah, holidays. that's perfect. So, but I think the point here is like, you know, you and I don't agree on everything politically. Like we we don't really bring the, uh, as much of the we touch on the political this season, and we're going to be mm-hmm. doing more of it. But we don't go deep into like political stuff because there really I don't think there really is a right answer outside of. Don't be an asshole to people. And if you're <laughs> you going to be an asshole, you like, you're allowed to be an asshole to people. Just don't like hurt people. Right. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I love the Ghostbusters too. being miserable and treating other people like crap is every New Yorker's God given. Right. Yeah. Like, that's fine. But 
I think regardless of which side you, everybody's just trying to live their best life. And so as long as you do that without like crapping on my lawn, that's fine. <laughs> we don't have to agree on everything. So I guess my thing is like, if you found out that like, I'm looking at my, my Scarface poster right now. And if I found out that like, I know Al Pacino is not a fan of certain politicians. He's outspoken. Same as, same as Robert De Niro, same, you know, so if you don't agree with them, are you never going to watch The Godfather again? You're not going to watch Scarface. You're not going to watch uh, uh, Carlito's Way. Um, you know, think of like th- all of that stuff. You would go away, yeah. right? And then you go further back to like you could go all the way back to like what if you found out that Da Vinci was like. So you're never going to look at the Mona Lisa. Right. You're not going to fly in a helicopter. Yeah. Like what? Wh- what where does it end <laughs> so i've laid the groundwork what are your thoughts um there's uh, yeah uh, there's there's a difference between action and and thought process and like believing something a certain way is is one thing taking action on it is different and then also like if if you think a certain way and it doesn't necessarily hurt anybody like look i that's not for me. Do what you're gonna do, kind of a thing. Then who cares? Um, you can you can be friends with nearly anyone and have a differences of opinion. Um, but it's it's more of the time. I'll, and I'll give this example. I had a friend that me and him on paper like shouldn't have gotten along. Um, he was loud and boisterous. He was partying. He was in a rock band. He was, you know, whatever. He, but like me and him had similar jokes. We had similar, you know, um, interests. We had, had interests in similar um, music and stuff. But like he was in, he was in a band and he would get into a lot of like extracurricular activities that I was not interested in being part in, mm-hmm. which was fine. But like otherwise we hung out and we were friends. Um, and and then and it's nothing against people in bands. Like I have I have friends in bands and whatever. But the relationship with him got to be too much work. Like we were friends, and then he bought a house, and then like he was like, "Oh, I'm renovating the downstairs into a studio so I can record." And I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And then like it never really did, and that just turned to be the place where he would throw all of his empty beer cans. <laughs> And never really made a studio, and then like he would have a gig, but like he would never like it would, you know that sloppy part that like the lead singer of Creed got into like later in their career mm-hmm. or whatever, like where he was like drunk on stage and yeah. falling asleep, or whatever. He kind of got into that. You, I mean, it let's, was too, let's be honest, you too, can insert a lot of <laughs> a lot of people there. He was too much rock star, not enough musician. Okay, I'll say that. And it was like, dude, you're you're a trip to kind of hang out with or whatever. And the the time when I called it on on the friendship it was like look dude this is the third time in a week you've called me to get you out of trouble like i had to come pay a bill at a, at a restaurant i had to come bring him gas and it's like he went out partying and it's not like hey adam come party is like hey i'm drunk and out of gas or i'm drunk and i have no money to pay my bill can you come help me and i'm like look at this point like I'll come, I can come help you out, but like, stop calling me because like, my, I, I work too hard for my money to throw it down 
your throat or whatever. Yeah. You know, so it got to a point where I was like, all right, dude, we're done. <laughs> like Raps. Like, but like in general, before it got to that point, you know, we were good. And I, I had plenty of fun with him, but he had wildly different views. And we were good for a, for a good long part of it. But like, he went down a rabbit hole that I couldn't do. And it turned in from like, you know, hey, this is what I think to this is what I'm doing. And just and it fell apart, and yeah. that's where I feel some of these companies can go do is like, hey, we, you know, we do and support this particular thing. Like, oh, now our standards have changed. Oh, now we're a train wreck of a of a <laughs> conglomerate, and everything's on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, Absolutely. okay, so now like now we're firing like you're you're firing people for no reason, or you're firing people is like, oh, look, this person's making too much money, or whatever. Like, we made some bad fiscal decisions. We're firing everyone. Or we're selling off all of our assets, or we're doing this, or do, like, you know, you're treating your employees like shit. You know, it's like, hey, you know, these are people that have worked hard, and it's not like you don't have the money to pay them. Like your CEOs are just getting greedy and like chopping people. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, we didn't make, you know, triple the profits that we did. Like this is a big problem I have with a lot of like some of the like um, big communication companies right now is that. AT&T, Verizon, Comcast, you know, all these companies, like, they're in the record profits for, like, the last five or six years. And then they're, like, cutting And not for nothing. Like, for the last few months when everybody's, like, who's not paying their phone bill? Right. And and then they're going to cut, like, a third of their workforce. It's like, oh, well, we didn't make as much money as we wanted to. So we got to find it somewhere. Yeah. And we're going to find it in your fucking And I'm going to tell you, for a lot of these companies, they could could straight up forget political person. They could straight up support my block and be like hey i want to put lights on christmas lights and bring you know artists to do shows for you for free <laughs> mm-hmm. we're gonna decorate everything and make it like your floor to look like a winter wonderland we're gonna have a snow machine running 24 7 to make sure that everything's nice and frosty yeah in the middle of you know florida, florida but i winter. can't stand by while you're like if you're actively ruining people's lives that's different from saying hey um I want to give to a political camp, like giving to a political campaign, whatever, like because mm-hmm. I could agree with you. I could disagree with you, but, you know, whatever. Right. But if you're going like, hey, the, like there are some companies out there that you had you worked there for 35 years, you retired, you're you're done with everything. Right. Uh-huh. And you, you're getting your pension. And then you get a letter. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, it's gone just because they said so mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like people put their lives into that kind of stuff. And like we people bre- that have we been, merged with the Acme brand, and now yeah, you don't have a pension anymore. Yeah, so everything, all all of our structure and everything has changed, and that's that's a shit way to do anything to anybody. And like I can understand like not supporting some of that. I haven't I haven't had cable <laughs> in. <laughs> Jesus, uh, what year is it? <laughs> um, Which way does time go? Probably, probably since two thousand eight. I haven't had like, you know, standard cable television or whatever, or mm-hmm. satellite television or whatever. Like it's all been internet based or like you know pay as you go or Netflix. You know? Which a lot of people are moving to, and I and and, and, and I in a lot of cases, in a lot of cases, I think it's because it's more practical and it's more cost effective, mm-hmm. but. I could I could stand by that as like a political statement also because 
notoriously a lot of the old school telecom companies and a lot of the old school um like the cable companies their business practices are not the best well um, a lot of them aren't because they were trying they were trying to infringe on net, internet neutrality and try and make it so that the internet's not allowed you're not allowed to have free roaming access like you have to go back to like imagine having to go like on your computer right now, having to go back to a sign-in AOL system, and the yeah. only and the only news that you can access is AOL's news. And then, if you wanted to do with anything else or go to any other website, you had to pay a fee to get. Like that's some shit, man. Like <laughs> so, like but that that's what they were trying to do. Like because they were losing money, and they're like, well, while we've got our our political clout, while we've got it, because we supported X, Y, and Z politicians to get involved, make them sign a bill that says that we can continue to do what we do. That's a, a majority of why car sales are still the way they are, is because there was a bunch of shit put in the system of how cars are supposed to be sold, and then that's why they, we, we got these stupid bloated prices for these massive cars that like because you, you can't buy it for directly from the manufacturer. You yeah, gotta go to the dealer. You gotta go to a dealership and stuff. So here's uh, here's my final thought on this is that, you know, you really want to be thoughtful of both on on the customer end and on the business end. Where exactly do you want to plant your flag? Because what, what, for, what fight do you want? Yeah. How, how badly do you want to pursue your because on a customer end, you can make your life really uncomfortable really quickly. And mm-hmm. on a business end, you can actually destroy your entire business. Um, having said that, if somebody has a political belief that that is different than yours, fight for yours, fight for your political belief. Let that be where, where it goes. Right. Mm -hmm. And everybody else has a right to their political belief. Even if you feel that their political belief is infringing on somebody's whatever, that's why we have laws and that's why we, we do these things. We have these conversations. Um, I'll, I'll I'll leave it with sometimes when you do plant that flag, you're hurting more than just the company because the company's comprised of people, and that has far-reaching impact. So, you know, be mindful of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is is it worth trying to put up put up a fight? Like sometimes somebody or a company or whatever might not even be aware of what it is that they're doing. Like they might not have the money to throw into a political, you know, what do they call, what do they call them? And like when you have an outside person come in and inspect something at your company, to oh, find out consultants, a consultant to come in um, and do like a, 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 an effective analysis of like their business practices or whatever. Like, you know, maybe they're just handling stuff the way they know that they need to handle and what needs to work. And it's like, Hey, look, if you use this kind of chicken, you know, when you're getting eggs, you'll get better results and you know, it's better for the environment and whatever else. And it's like, Oh, I, I didn't know that, you know? And there's, there's a lot of stuff in place where you can find information for that. But you know, the, the business itself also has, a lot of other people that are attached to it that are making their living off of getting that business. And it's not necessarily that like, if you go into, if you go into a Chick-fil-A and start screaming at the, at the 19 year old that's working behind the counter, they're there for a job. They're not necessarily taking a political stance against LGBTQ. They're like, I sell sandwiches at $10 an hour. 
<laughs> like that's that's my thing and like if you're gonna have a protest or whatever you probably need to find the right avenue i guess yeah in order to do it because how much effort are you gonna put into it and gonna affect what you know the nine teenagers that are working at your chick-fil-a on a saturday afternoon what are they gonna do they're gonna be like they're just gonna they're gonna they're gonna be more upset that you're keeping them there and preventing them from doing what they need to do to either come into work or go home. And it, it's not necessarily going to get your point across. You know, there's a whole thing that we've talked about, about like how to talk to people and how to reason with them, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, look for, for whatever belief or whatever it is, like whatever you believe, what do you need me to present you in order to change your mind? And if that's presented to you and then you're, you know, goalposts. Your your goalposts have been moved since then, and it's like, well, then there's no logically reasoning with you because yeah. you're just going to make up some other random decision that I it's I'm never going to be able to fulfill that because you've already made up decision that I'm going to think this way, and no matter what I tell you, it's not going to change. I I have no problem agreeing to disagree with people. My my the the. The place I plant my flag is is logic. So if your stuff doesn't make logical sense, I'm gonna call it out. But if you just if you just want to say, hey, I feel this way because this is how I feel, then that's perfectly fine. Um, on that note, like, share, comment, subscribe, all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. If you have any uh, deferring opinions or um, actually no, you know what? If you disagree with us, keep it to yourself. <laughs> Don't send us any email or whatever. Just leave a comment. Or whatever. Yeah. Start a com- um, start a rage war in the comments. It's works. fine. So fl- flame <laughs> flame on your own time. Yeah. And um, just don't think that we're necessarily gonna, you know, interact with, you know, your hate. You know, that's I'm, one thing. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll probably mock it in some way. But if you agree with us and you think we're the greatest things in sliced bread, by all means, uh, <laughs> send us a comment. And extolling the virtues of end of a species and all of that yeah. stuff. And then share it with your friends or, so that they know. Or don't, as long as you keep in mind, fuck GameStop.